We must reach the final form. Hey guys, it's the Unqualifiers. I'm the captain, aka Josh, joined with my sister Cassie and her boyfriend Josh. Um, today we're going to be talking about a few different things, uh, but first we've got a new segment, the weekly review, where we're going to go through our weeks and discuss different parts that are running related and how they've kind of tied into making our weeks better. Um, let's start with Cassie and Josh. You guys did a prediction run this week, didn't you? You want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, we do. And it was probably one of the slightly odder runs I guess I've done, uh, we've done. Uh, to summarize what a prediction run is real quick, it's a normal 5K, it's 3.1 mile. And uh, the only catch is you can't have a watch, a cell phone, or any, not even a sundial, nothing to track time. And you're supposed to predict what you believe you can finish the, the 5K in. And hopefully your prediction is reasonable. So me and Cassie go in and we, at first we put it, we put it pretty high, like give ourselves some time because we know, we know what we're capable of by now. We've run enough 5Ks and run three miles plenty of time. So we put it up around 29, 29, 30. And, uh, we found out that the course was flatter, except for like one uphill, which to us didn't look like much. So we dropped it down because we're we believed in our abilities. We put it at 28, and uh, we start from there. And of course, with nobody having watches, we weren't quite sure what the start if it was actually start time. So they just pushed us out in the street corner and said go. They started the clock and we took off the hill, which turned out to be a bigger monster than we thought. It tired us out pretty quick. We kind of started, I guess, a little too strong, I guess, for our favors, and the heat of the day wasn't helping either. But uh, I guess from there, I'll kind of, I'll leave the rest to Cassie. No, go ahead. Keep going. You're fine. Oh, all right, all right. So, we got to the hill, we're tired. We get back down to the flats and along the riverfront. And like I said earlier, the heat of day was getting to us. It, this race started at 6.30 in the afternoon on June day in Missouri. So you can only assume how hot and humid it may be. And it was getting pretty pretty heavy. And around the mid middle point, about a mile and a half, about two miles in, Cassie's, Cassie was starting to feel queasy and stuff out of it. So she's telling me to go forward, maybe match, or maybe meet that time. So. I put on some extra gas, I go on ahead, and I try to keep myself behind this old, experienced-looking guy, this older dude, because I assume, like, oh, he could probably run 27, because I'm not going to assume anything of anybody too harshly. And uh, <laughs> by the time we do get there to the end, and all of a sudden counted for, kind of missed the mark by about a minute, minute 45, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but the winner predicted it within four seconds, or within five seconds. It was 4.22, which I think is ridiculous because that person was a walker. <laughs> they, or those people were a walker. It was a couple. They walked it, predicted it that much, and got 27.95 out of it. <sighs> so what did they end up winning? Oh, they won a part of the buy-in, which is uh, you pretty much 
$5 in her. The rest of it goes elsewhere. But the prize was $27.95. Nice. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. She was surprised. She didn't even know. Well, that's what she gets for, for being a really good guesser, I guess. <laughs> it was it was um harder than I thought it would be though. I and I I think my overall thoughts on a prediction run is it wasn't as fun as I was hoping it would be. <laughs> well, the pictures I saw you guys seemed like you were having a pretty good time. Uh, was that after? Yeah, that was after. After is always better than before because you're done with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you saw me during it, I was just very distraught all around. I just, I don't know. I was, I don't know. I just don't think prediction runs are for me. I just bought this freaking watch, you know, like a month ago, first week in May. I just bought the GPS watch. I don't want to run without it now. I'm not ready for that. I'm very attached to my GPS. And so it was weird. Like, it said I did. Yeah, my GPS watch is an activity tracker, and it said I was only at, like, 30% that day, and it's like, I, there's no way I can tell it. I ran three miles. It won't believe me unless it tracks my GPS, so I was just all upset about it. That's funny. <laughs> funny messed up your whole day. It really did. It messed up everything. All right, bro. Uh, so I saw on Twitter, uh, at Joshua Dage, is that your handle? Yes. <laughs> I saw on your Twitter that you got some new Mizuno shoes. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got them, what kind they are, first impressions, um, who would maybe like them or who would not. Okay. Um, so Mizuno, I don't know who knows a lot about Mizuno. I got to see them because I am a, uh, I'm a sales associate with my running store. So I, I, sometimes I get shoes to try and I've got a, give my impressions and review them online to, to kind of decide whether we bring them into the store to sell or not. So they were the new Mizuno Enigma, which is a higher cushion shoe. Now I've never considered myself a Mizuno person. I've often told people you probably won't catch me buying Mizuno just because I don't think I would like the feel of them. They use a, a rigid plastic plate as their cushioning system. That comes off firmer and then also less flexible two things that I'm not a big fan of in my running shoes. Um, but I, I got these shoes, and I was excited to give them a shot. So I, I threw them on for a run uh, Monday morning. I get out, and I'm just doing an easy four-miler with my roommate. I get two miles out, and, like, my feet are just throbbing. I, I hate the feel of these shoes, and I just, I just can't do it anymore. So I literally kicked them off, held them in my hands, and ran back to my house barefoot, and like I cut up my foot with the gravel, and I was like, it's, it's still better than the running in these shoes, and then I threw them in my closet, and they, so they're, they're not for me, but I think there's going to be somebody out there who like them, somebody who, who definitely likes that, that hard, less flexible feel with a narrower foot. Granted, it's a very particular person. I think they're really going to like this shoe. <laughs> <laughs> What's the odds of that person existing? Yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, six billion people on the earth. A couple, <laughs> couple hundred got a lucky shoe, right? 
And if they don't, they'll probably just discontinue it and come out with a different shoe. Who knows? We'll kind of see. What was the name of the shoe again? The Mizuno Wave Enigma. Okay. I'm so glad to make that shoe. Cool. Cool. Okay, cool. Well, let's kind of move on to our next topic. Uh, uh, We talked about motivation last week. And this week we were wanting to talk about like our goals and um, what goals we're kind of setting up for the summer, for the year, uh, and then like also conflicting goals. So what are you guys' goals long-term and short-term right now? Go ahead, hon. I'll, I'll follow up. All right. Well, the I guess the short-term goal for actually the both of us is we're, we're training up for a half marathon. That's coming up in September, the City of Roses. So we're really wanting to get the at least the endurance up in preparation for such a long run, which would be the longest we've ever tried, a 13.1 mile, I think, or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've started up a training program. I The name of it escapes me. but I think it's Hal Hagen. I think that's his name. Hal Hagen Intermediate. Okay, so the Hal Higgin Intermediate Running or Intermediate Level Training Program for the Marathon is so far starting off almost like what we do already, except there's an addition of a stretch and strengthening days between and amongst running days. And I think personally, the strength and stretching is worse than the running. So sore. Just doing little squats and stuff. I can't believe how feeble I am. <laughs> now, uh, as for the long term, the other part of that question, our long term was set up at the beginning of the year, and I think originally it was wanting to run, uh, I think, about 350 miles by the end of the year. And uh, at and I, at the time, of course, it does. That sounds reasonable. It's less than a mile a day when you put the math to it. But as we started running more and we really got to enjoy running, Kathy kind of uh, gave me this secret. She she tried to hold it in for some time, but she's always one to have a slightly higher goal in mind. Even when, what she tells you, put a little bit more after that, because that's what she's actually thinking. Uh, so it's just been bumped up to 370 miles, somewhere around there, more than a mile a day, and that'd be pretty cool. And I think. Yeah, we're about 184, 86 miles into it. I'm probably off by about five or ten. But we're already at the halfway point, and that's pretty exciting because we still got just over half a year left. So I think we can we could probably make this if the rain lets up, definitely. Yeah, I think we can. Um, even if the rain, like this morning, we ran in a torrential downpour, uh, Hurricane Bill or Tropical Storm Bill or whatever, stopping by, waving his hand. No, like we, okay, so Josh woke me up this morning. I did not want to get up because we're dealing with some uh, apartment issues right now with uh, flooding and stuff. And I did not want to get up because I was so tired because we were up so late. And so we got up. The first thing I said was, is it still raining? And he was like, no, it stopped. It's not going to rain. It's, this is the only time it's not going to rain all day. By the way, hun, pretty sure that's true. Uh, I think it's rained since then. Anyway, so we got up. We finally made it to the place where we run. And we ran about a mile. 
And then all of a sudden, it just started pouring. Oh, my gosh. So much rain. Like, so much rain. And then we, we um, it kept running, and finally it stopped. We got in the car, and then it started pouring again. So that was crazy. So we're still running in rain. We ran in snow. Uh, we ran in some pretty not good conditions, and we're still doing it. So I think it's okay. I think we'll get there. Rain isn't going to hurt you. As my uh, as my coach used to say in high school when it was time to go run in the rain, poop don't melt. <laughs> except he wouldn't say poop. So, <laughs> the weather the weather is just a thing, you know. It's another it's another adversity to run through, and it'll make you more mentally strong in the end. I agree with that. And honestly, the best run I've ever done, I did in the rain. It was, rain was not even in the forecast, and I ran eight miles pretty, like, in like an hour and a half in the rain. Which, that was, I should not have done that, because the most I had run before that was like three miles. It was the stupidest thing. That, like, ruined that summer several years ago. You remember that? Like, I couldn't run the rest of the summer, because I got runner's knee. It was so messed up. So don't do that. Uh, But still, rain's good. Especially in the summer, I think it can cool you off. So that's yeah, good. It's definitely nice. I know I started my run this evening and it was it was raining, and I was like, uh, you get a mile in though, your body warms up, and then it's just a cooling thing, and it kind of makes you go a little faster. You feel a little bit better in the rain. Oh yeah, definitely. I think the worst part though is like even with polyester socks, it still sucks squishing your feet, you know, in wet shoes. And hear this, yeah, every single time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a sound I'm all too familiar with. I know. <laughs> Especially when there's no rain and you still hear that sound. Oh, because then it can only be one thing. It's just your sweat. Your sweat has soaked you that much that you, you were like you just walked through a puddle. Oh. <laughs> I think that's just you, bro. It probably is. It's probably just me. I'm a heavy sweater. I'll be the first one to admit it. You're pretty gross. I am a nasty person. Horrible individual. And I stink all the time. <laughs> I'm so bad. Okay, uh, I want to I wanna throw something. Oh, so, girl, go ahead, bro. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, talk a little bit about my goals. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh. oh. What do you mean you have goals? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to run Chicago fast, but my main goal is I want to prove to myself that I can run over 100 miles a week substantially. Like, How many miles are you running a week right now? I just hit 70. This is my down week, and then I'll be moving up again for three weeks, and then another down week. And then by the end of those three weeks, I should be at about – 87, and then the down week, I'll be down to again 70, and then back up to almost 100. Yeah, so it it's a um, it's a gradual buildup, but I'm pretty sure I can do it. I'm very confident in my abilities to run that. I think you can do it. Very excited. I'm you. Excellent. You you were wanting to talk about something then, Cassie? Yeah, I just want to throw something at you because it's something I'm, like, struggling with. And I've been struggling with it for a while, I guess, because I have so many goals. That's the biggest – I think that's a problem. Um, 
because I sort of overloaded myself. And I mean, I'm a grad student, so I have so many goals there. And I'm not going to get into everything. But I have two goals that are definitely conflicting, like scientifically conflicting. Like I can have one or the other, but scientifically, like I just can't have both. And that is that I really would like to lose about eight more pounds. And I would like to up my speed and run faster. Uh, but because I'm eating at a calorie deficit every day, just, it's just not going to happen. Like, it's kind of impossible. I mean, I can up my speed a little bit, but I'm not going to see any substantial improvements. And I am eating, like, really healthy, like sweet potatoes, broccoli, spinach, like, all the time, eggs. Uh, we pretty much cut out bread and... Uh, dairy from our diet which acne has really cleared up for us by the way not even joking um but it's still frustrating because when i get out there and i run i want i want my goal is to be faster but when i'm looking in the mirror my goal is to lose eight pounds so it's very frustrating to figure out to navigate sort of uh that terrain i guess to bolt fuel my run so that I can at least, you know, sustain the level I'm at right now and also continue to lose weight because I am losing weight. I was at a plateau for a very long time, but I've started actually losing weight now. Um, and I think it's because we cut out bread and dairy. I think that may have, I don't know what helped. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of wanted to just vent a little bit about that. I mean, I, right now I'm pretty married to losing, I, since I, posted that in the notes. I think I'm pretty married to just going ahead and losing the eight pounds and then working on my speed and stuff over winter when nobody really cares about their beach body, right? Uh, <laughs> I think that's what I ultimately decided is to just use the summer to sort of get into shape and then use winter. And, you know, I may put on a few more pounds in winter. Like I'll allow myself to put on another five pounds just to make sure I'm feeling my runs and upping my level of endurance, and then uh, I'll start cutting again probably in March. I'll probably start cutting, and then by May I should be wearing in August. Yeah, what are you guys doing? What are you laughing at? <laughs> you sound like, like a monster. I'll probably start cutting in March. <laughs> What you don't know is that's my true form. <laughs> this is oh, my final form. That's my ultimate goal, is to just break out of my body so that I can just be my true monstrous, monstrous self. Oh, I am so compressed in this inferior form. That kind of moves us into that last segment of the weird. Oh, yeah. Good segue. Good segue. Good for pivoting. <laughs> um, so I did notice something Josh had put in the notes for, for the episode about the sudden comfort found in wearing shorts, which I've tried to tell him about for a while now, that he should run in short shorts. Tell me about your experience. I'm excited to hear it. Well, uh, I think in the yeah in the beginning when I first started running, I was running in gym shorts and stuff like that, at most, and those always fell past my knees. And I think I was overly conservative of my legs, for being a guy. 
I never felt comfortable showing anything about my knees or my knees. But since I got into running, you kept on pushing like, hey, bro, you need to wear short shorts. And, you know, you're flaunting your shorty shortness all about looking good in them. And, uh, size out, size out. <laughs> Every day. But, uh, yeah, so we started finding shorts that were a bit shorter above the knee, and they had, like, that, what is it called, a split? A little bit of a split, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Not professionally split, where it's almost like just two flaps of polyester against your thighs. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And when I put them on, I put them on without briefs, and they were super comfy. And now I wish I could wear them more often, actually. That's actually what what, uh, me and a lot of my running buddies will do, is just, like, wear them around the house. Just kind of lounge around in them just because they're so comfortable. They're the best things in the world. I, too, have jumped on this shorty short short train. I used to wear them in capris. Like, uh, like, um, God, what are they called? Compression capris? Not all of them were compression, but several of them, like, say compression. And, gosh, like I said, I'm losing weight again. So I literally bought these freaking capris. And a week later, they were sagging on me as I was running. And I was chafing because they were just slipping down as I was running. And they're not cheap, so I was pissed. So I was like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to get some short shorts because I just feel like they'll stay up better because they're not going to be pulled down by my knees. Oh, my God. It's so wonderful to feel a breeze. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, breezy, breezy, beautiful. (laughs) Sure. It's just like Um, you're putting them deeper when you're wearing less. Yeah. It's all about feeling free, feeling motionless, (laughs) and just going for it. No, seriously. It really is. It's really amazing. Like, I... I like I loved running in winter because it was I felt like because it was cooler uh I could do better like I don't under I don't know how to explain it like I just feel like in the heat like you can only take off so many clothes but in winter you can keep bundling up you know so I just feel like I did better so I was looking forward to winter because I was like I can't wait till I can actually run in air where I can function in but now it's like but I can't wear shorty short shorts in the winter yeah. In 20 degree weather, that's just not allowed, you know. <laughs> well, you oh, you can. You can. Uh, I, it's not allowed for me. Uh, I, I, uh, well, last thing I got about the short shorts is that uh, originally from the outside looking in, kind of looked like a weird outfit, kind of goofy. But now that I'm on the inside looking out, I'm like, there couldn't even been a better way. But I still look at those little unitards that bicyclists wear and kind of look at those as goofy. So it's all about community and understanding, like, that's really the best way to dress for this. Right. Yeah, Um, one of the neighbor kids was making fun of Josh the other day um, because sometimes we just, like, run out of our little cul-de-sac and we'll get on the road and we'll just run up the hill and whatever and come back. And we were on our cool down, so we weren't running. We were just, like, walking back to the apartment. And the kids were all out because they're out of school right now. And he goes, man, he's wearing some booty shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to see much out of them booty shorts. I can tell them that. Oh, man. Oh. 
I'll, I'll get you in the ones that your ass is like hanging out of. Alright. Cassie, did you have anything else weird that's been going on with you? Yeah, I have something like super weird. Like it's really, really weird. And I think it's because I've been running so much that this happened and I just it's kinda of funny, so I wanted to tell you guys. Alright, so Josh and I like love watching scary movies, scary clips, scary shows. I don't know why. It's just something we like we like squealing in the dark before we go to bed, which is terrible. It's probably why I have issues sleeping. Something I've noticed is when something really scares me, like really bad to where like my whole body jumps, my feet will tense up and my arches will hurt like really bad, really bad for like a split second and then it's gone. But they tense, like it's my fight or flight response. I'm trying, my feet are getting ready to like run away. Without her. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, like, I think it started happening because of running. Like before, I was too slow to run, right? Like I didn't have the endurance, so I would probably have just stood my ground and just fought whatever was coming at me until I died. And now my feet are like, we can take it. Let's go. Let's go, man. Let's just leave this stuff behind. Like we don't even. You get if you have Jason chasing you and you can run far, all you need to do is run in a straight line, and he'll never catch you. Yeah. You're like all over the place in the woods. Let me turn right. Let me turn left. Oh, I'll go right again. And boom, there he is. And you're dead. You're like, gonna... it, even, it even feels like if some, if like a serial killer were, were to come up and like just chop my feet off, like right at the ankle, my feet would just go without me. Like yeah, that's they... how charged up they feel. Like in those split seconds, they're just like, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I like it. So that was my weird thing, and I was telling Josh that the other day, like, my feet hurt when we watch scary shows. Like, we have to not watch as many because my feet hurt too bad. <laughs> so it's a problem. I'll tell you what, lately I've just I felt a need. Like, I think the weirdest thing for me is, like, I just get so bored that I don't want to go run. Like, I know I really, but, like, I'll be doing, like, I'll know I'll be doing a two-a-day that day, but if I have nothing else going on through, like, the middle of the day, I'll be like, man, I could really just go for an easy four right now, and... What does this have nothing to do in the middle of, like, I don't know what life is like. What's that like? I don't... Right? Did you, you know, know I'm I... taking a summer class? I didn't know Did that. You... No. Yeah. So, <laughs> summer class, work running and then video games that's all oh okay wait i'm reading a lot i'm reading like a ton in addition to reading from my class i feel like i should say that i don't want to send the wrong message so I you're a lot yeah there is no i'm bored like if i ever say that something's wrong that's when you need to be concerned <laughs> all i get to do this summer is work and run so I mean, I do get some downtime, I think, a little bit more than you do. So, I mean. It happens. I mean, it's whatever. I'm sure there'll be times when I have more downtime than you do, so. Yeah, I mean, you are in grad school, and I'm still an undergrad. So, I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll see. We'll see. 
All right, let's do a quick, uh, so what's going on preview of next week. Josh and I are finishing out. Tomorrow's our long run. We're going to do a five mile in the morning, and that'll be the finish of our first week of marathon training. We'll be starting the second week. However, there's going to be an issue, which we'll discuss off podcast, where we are coming to visit you, bro. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, so we're going to be at your place Saturday, Friday and Saturday. So... I don't know. Our running schedule is probably going to be a little bit weird. We might be able to run Saturday evening. I don't know if we're going to run at all on Friday. We have a pretty... We're going to City Museum in St. Louis. Did you know that? You're coming with us. Yeah, I know. Okay. Surprise. Surprise. Sunrise. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Those thighs. Those thighs. That's... Than any other. Excellent. Did we have anything else we needed to add this week then? Uh, I think I'm good. Um, yeah, I think that's our weekend review, sort of. Uh, that's everything. Excellent. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's been the qualifiers. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Qualifiers. And... Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh. We haven't quite. We have not got to that point. (laughs) We haven't qualified yet. When can we level up? (laughs) Ah, We must reach the final form. We'll train for that. We'll train. I think we're going to pass the point. All right. uh, It's great talking with you guys. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is the Unqualifiers, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, see you.